Welcome to the NPS MedicineWise podcast, helping health professionals stay up to date with the latest news and evidence about medicines and medical tests. Hi, and welcome to the NPS MedicineWise podcast. I'm Anna, a Sydney-based GP and medical advisor at MPS Medicine Wise, and today we're going to focus our discussion on dementia and change behaviours. Now, you might already be familiar with the Royal Commission into Aged Care Quality and Safety, but in essence, it found some glaring gaps in this space, particularly in the way medicines are being used. So joining me for our discussion today is Cara Joyce, an accredited pharmacist working at MPS Medicine Wise. Hi, Cara. Hi, Anna. Thanks for having me today. Thanks for your time. Uh, now, you and I know each other pretty well. Uh, we've been working quite closely together this year, socially distanced, of course. But um, for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do? I sure can. So um, I work for MPS Medicine Wise as an educational visitor delivering educational programs to GPs, nurses and pharmacists. And for the past year, I've also worked as um, the clinical program officer for the Psychotropics in Aged Care program. Um, And as you said, Anna, um, Anna's been our medical advisor on the program and we've worked together quite closely in building and designing this program, which has been really exciting. Thanks for that intro, Cara. Now, we've already briefly touched on the Royal Commission, um, but can you fill our listeners in about what the main issues facing aged care are, um, specifically from a dementia and change behaviours perspective? Yeah, sure can. Um, So probably what I first want to clarify is the term change behaviours, because I know that that might be a new term for some healthcare professionals. So previously, they may have known it um, from a BPSD point of view, so behavioural and psychological symptoms of dementia. Um, Now we're going with the language of change behaviours. It's um, to bring it in line with the language guidance uh, that Dementia Australia recommend. Um, And it's just to make it more accessible and less, um, maybe, maybe pejorative in nature for carers, families and people with dementia. So what we mean when we're saying change behaviours is things like aggression, agitation, wandering and calling out. Um, And as a lot of our listeners know, about 90% of people with dementia will experience change behaviours at some point throughout the dementia journey. So it is very common. Um, And whilst about 70% of people with dementia reside in the community um, and less are in aged care facilities, where we're seeing potentially, let's call it the issue, is in those facilities. There's a bit of over-reliance on medicines to to manage these behaviours. And that was one of the findings of of the Commission's um, interim report. Uh, So what MPS Medicine Wise has done is uh, we wanted to support healthcare professionals in the area and we wanted to support them um, from every angle of the team. So not just coming into primary care, but also coming into the aged care facilities um, and giving uh, some education to people around the limitations of medicines and different modalities out there to help improve the quality of life of patients. Because we know that an over-reliance of medicine um, is going to worsen quality of life. We see over-sedation, disengagement from social activities, um, increase incidence in UTI and pneumonia, um, disturbances in gait, and that can lead to falls. So there are a lot of issues associated with the medicines. That's not to say that they don't have a role. It's just a lot more limited than previously thought. 
And without going into too much detail, can you give us a little bit of an um, idea of, of the types of medicines we're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So our program will be focusing primarily on antipsychotics and benzodiazepines, uh, mostly because they were the ones that were most com commonly involved in what the commission termed chemical restraint, so medicines used to control behaviour. Thanks for that, Cara. Now, I guess we certainly know that there are a number of gaps that we need to address in this space. Um, and I think we can also appreciate that COVID has added, a, I guess, a new layer of complexity. Um, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts on how COVID-19 has influenced this area and what MPS Medicine Wise has been doing, I guess, to, to help bridge that gap. COVID's um, changed the way uh, aged care facilities operate. Um, we've seen a reduction in the number of services entering facilities, particularly volunteers um, and families as well, um, and potentially the way facilities are staffed. Uh, this means that for someone with dementia, um, there's, there's been big changes to their environment in a relatively short period of time. They might not be able to do their regular art classes or see their grandkids every Tuesday. And these routines often keep people with dementia grounded and improve their quality of life. Um, and it would also be fair to say that um, some facilities would be noticing an increase in these behaviours or, or responses is probably a, a better way to call them. It's a response to a situation because they haven't unmet need. Um, and that could be uh, boredom and loneliness. Um, it could be many reasons. So what MPS has done is we are going into aged care facilities and doing a train the trainer program for nurse champions, uh, essentially upskilling them on uh, how to um, deliver person-centered care and tailor care according to the needs of someone, and also how to communicate this information to the rest of the care team. Uh, so via micro-training and feedback, and particularly the non-clinically trained staff where perhaps we had seen a high turnover in staff before. Now we're just really trying to change the culture of the aged care facility by meaning that it doesn't matter, um, you know, how high the staff turnover is, they can continually um, engage whoever is um, interfacing with the person with dementia um, as to how they best need to be cared for. Yeah, and look, I think an important point you raised is that this, this program places a strong focus on person-centred care, uh, and it's no secret that um, the care of people with dementia has come under scrutiny in recent years. Um, what do you think, besides sort of that high uh, staff turnover, what do you think are some of the other reasons that uh, care for people living with dementia has been so fragmented? Mm, um, it's a good question. I, I think that um, there's a lot of people involved in the care team. Uh, I think we underestimate how many people actually need to be involved in care. And so coordinating that care can be difficult because whose job is it? Um, I think it's everyone's job, which is the right answer, really. Um, and then practicing across varying settings. So we've got people in acute care, in primary care, in facilities, and communicating across those settings can be very difficult. Um, so that, that idea of um, ad hoc teamwork um, is, is a tricky one. As we mentioned before, um, uh, staff turnover, uh, 
delegation and changing roles and communicating that can be tricky as well. Um, and also, I think there's a, a gap in, in knowledge as well. Um, that, so the evidence base for medicines, often people overestimate their effectiveness and underestimate the harms for people. I think we also assume that everyone graduates uh, knowing how to care for people with dementia and, and having that um, awareness how to engage with people. So the MPS Medicine Wise program will hopefully offer a solution in that it's a really easy way to upskill and to get up to date with the best practices in person-centered care and in the role and limitations of medicines as well. And I, I definitely agree with you there, Cara. It's actually been quite eye-opening and very informative to be able to to work on this program. I feel quite privileged. Uh, I've certainly learned a lot. Um, but where can my colleagues and other health professionals find out more information about dementia and changed behaviours? Sure. Dementia Training Australia is a fantastic website and they have lots of online short courses that you can enrol into uh, just to quickly upskill on areas of interest. So they've got a great course on responsive behaviours. There's another fantastic one called The View From Here that gets you to understand and put yourself in the shoes of someone with dementia to maybe bring that uh, empathy to the interaction with someone with dementia. So I really recommend that you check them out. We also have Dementia Support Australia who offer two services with BDMAS and the Severe Behaviour Response Team, whether you're in primary care or in facilities, to help support uh, practitioners dealing with people with changed behaviours. If if you're just at your wit's end and you don't know where to start or they'll help coordinate that care and um, the comprehensive assessment for someone with dementia. And of course, MPS Medicine Wise has a fantastic hub on our website that links out to many great resources, including um, the Dementia Outcomes Measurement Suite, which has some really good validated uh, questionnaires that can help track someone's progress as well. Fantastic. Um, now, on the other side of things, um, do we have resources for patients, their families and carers that, that we can direct health professionals to as well? We sure do. So Dementia Australia have a really good website as a support hub for carers and families. Um, they have a hotline there and many resources around understanding dementia diagnosis to engaging with someone with dementia that could be really useful for them. So I really recommend they check that out. There's also the Empowered Project, which is questions that people should be asking themselves and their healthcare professional before medicines are used um, to see if they're appropriate and if it's something that they want to do and OPAN, so the Older Persons Advocacy Network, they have some great resources on medicines. It's your choice just to help inform consumers about the different options out there. Perfect. Thanks for that, Cara. I think that's been um, a nice snapshot of what MPS Medicine Wise is doing and, and more generally what, what the issues have been. Um, so thanks for that and thanks to our listeners for joining us today as well. Uh, I might just add that we have our National Medicine Symposium coming up in December, so please join us if you can. For more information about the safe and wise use of medicines, visit the NPS Medicine Wise website at nps.org.au.